Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited for this one uh, because it's going to come straight from the heart. We do a new topic each week, and this week, I mean, we're we're just simply going to do a female appreciation episode. Like, we're we're just going to just kind of wax poetic about just, hey, thanks, women, because y'all are awesome. Now, look, in keeping with tradition, I don't know anything about women, just like every other episode we've ever done. And I mean, any of my exes you can ask, and even my current wife can attest to that. So tonight, we're just going to... We're just to kind of appreciate women for putting up with all the nonsense that they put up with because, I mean, a lot of the nonsense is due to men's ignorance. So cheers to all the women listening to this, all like three, maybe four of you. But um, while discussing this topic uh, with Ashley. Wait, wait, Joe, what's the most important thing about how we're discussing this? Um, There can be no better way than just get four guys together. To talk about women. That's... But that's why. Uh, we were talking pre-show with Ashley. I mean, this is days ago. Our, yeah. our, you know, our wonderful French correspondent, liaison of all things popular and fashionable. And she said she did. I mean, Ashley even said she wanted to sit this one out and just kind of let the boys run this one. And we oblige. Like, we're not going to be fixing shit tonight. Like, let's not like let's not act like any of us know anything. But, I mean, you know, we, I do just want to, and I think we all do. Like, we've been talking texting on this for days. Like, we just kind of want to like, just say thanks, like, if that's even a thing, but we're going to. So, clearly, Vance uh, is here. Eric is here. The, you know, the foundational core of this podcast, the, the solid bulk of the interior. The, the mantle, if you will, of this podcast. And this about. week, we welcome back. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a learned human being. But this week, we welcome back John Rowe. Uh, he's been with us once, maybe twice before. But regardless, he's a, he's a man that knows many of pop culture uh, details, much unlike myself. So we're going to talk actresses, musicians, politicians, etc. But more importantly, and thanks to a wonderful suggestion by Eric, we're going to kind of end the show with like a talk about you know, more like the women in our lives, more personal. Are you guys uh, nervous? I'm nervous. Very very, I'm like not really as nervous, nervous. as the prostitution episode. Not near as nervous as that one. Because, like, nervous. what you know, what's the, what's Wait, the you were more nervous about the prostitution episode? Very yeah. much so. Oh, like that one, oh I'm not that nervous. Like, you know, I, I don't hate women. I don't hate prostitutes. But you know what I mean? Like, that one's not. It's, this isn't near. Saying women are awesome is not a politically like tough statement to like land yeah, on. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't feel that. Same, it's I'm the same. Well, it's the same nervousness as I had for the like Black Lives Matter stuff, where I was like. I don't know, man. What if I? I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah, what if I? Is it's more you don't want to misrepresent your true feelings than you're worried about like them revealing something. Yes. Wrong well, so about let's, yourself, right? Yeah. Let's start it off exactly how I want to start it off. Vance, tits or ass? Guy. Right, totally kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> we're not doing that. We are not. There went our six listeners. <laughs> yep, clicked off. I almost heard them click off. It's weird how I heard yeah. that in the future. But the they fact. unsubscribed right. from Spotify. <laughs> they yeah. deleted their Twitters. Damn it. Yeah, still nobody's tweeted us. Okay, that actually, all right, before we do dig into this What's topic, the gay equivalent of tits we, and ass? I mean, dicks and ass? I don't know. Yeah, like when there's like show me some tits and ass. Uh, the gay guys, I guess, would they be like show me some abs? Maybe abs and ass. I'm guessing pecs and dick, ass. Dick, I mean, dick it might still ass. honestly be tits and ass. Like it, the pecs are still Maybe. probably. I would have met like we're three minutes in, we've gone off the rails. So okay, yeah. four of the four of us would agree the world's not fair to anybody, but obviously it's it's even less so to women. Uh, George Carlin summarized it superbly when he said, "Quote: Here's all you need to know about men and women. Women are crazy. Men are stupid." And the main reason women are crazy is that men are stupid, end quote. And to prove his point uh, almost perfectly, in 1987, y'all get this fucking, God, I forgot this. All right. In 1987, all of us were alive. I mean, young, admittedly, maybe two-ish, one-ish, you know, whatever. But just to put that in perspective, this was our lifetime. Our mothers were raising all of us when this took place. 1987, Barbara Walters interviewed Sean Connery. 
and he went on record as saying it's okay to slap women. Once all what? other attempts, once swear to God, Google it. Once all other attempts at talking to them have been exhausted, it's actually a good thing in order to help calm them down. He fucking said this on live television. Like, well, if you've a- ever seen a Sean Connery James Bond movie, yeah, this take cannot be surprising. No, because like that's sort of what he's done on film for quite a while. Barbara wasn't like baiting him either. Like she was, she was like clearly not cool with it. And he just kept doubling down. Like he, it, this was mainstream TV, color TV. Like this wasn't like, you know, the well, 40s or something. Wait, how did he? Like TV was. Like it was, this was color TV and this wasn't, you know, it was 30 years ago, 33, whatever. So, like, how did he fare in the um, Me Too movement? Uh, that's a good he, he, he got out beforehand. He's he's remained underground, and nobody. <laughs> okay, I ain't yeah. seen him in forever. He might have known. Him. Uh, he yeah, hasn't been uh, anything in a while. I don't. You, you know, he, I think you're right, John. I think he sort of escaped through yeah, that one by just disappearing. The Scottish people aren't going to get mad at him. This, this is true. Just, this is just an episode where I'm going to get completely off topic every single time. I love it already. Yeah, I love it already. I had a whole opening intro, and it's we've gone off the rails. Like, you know, honestly. Fuck it. So, let's, uh, I mean, okay, let's just start here because I mean, I, I think this is it's probably the easiest. yes, it is totally acceptable to hit a woman to what, calm her down. Yeah, calm after <laughs> as long as all other avenues have been exhausted. Like he tried to make oh, like like you, well, I mean, you don't just start by hitting them. Like you try and talk to them, and then if they don't listen, you just you smack them. You know, as as you do. Like it's it's staggering. That's so my thought there's there's a scene in I believe the movie is The Getaway with Steve McQueen. And at the time, the the actor and the actress in the scene were actually dating, and they're supposed to have this scene. They pop out the car. And he's supposed to slap her. And they're in the movies, and it's pretty hot, actually. And it's a kind of a famous scene, but he actually does smack her, and she gets stunned. And that's the scene they use in the movie. It's not acting. Like, uh, She's actually, no, actually, no, no, he actually Yeah, he actually popped her one. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine that's what Sean Connery was describing, how to calm women down. Sometimes you got to shock <laughs> Much like when a cat is on your table and you can't get it off. So maybe I am water. nervous. Yeah, maybe yeah. I need, maybe I need to be rethinking yeah. this entire. No, I love this. This is this is good <laughs> <Yeah>. already. <laughs> oh, I must agree. And times can change. You know, you used to like how many of us grew up getting spankings? I don't know if anybody would spank their kid. And you can't do it in public without having somebody call like correctional services. Yeah. So um, I bet I, you can I, in I, South I, Dakota. Oh, you damn, <laughs> you damn sure. Dude, strangers will volunteer to help hit your kid. You even hit your kid? It's like airplane you know, when everybody's lined up to like slap the person who's freaking out. Yeah, it's like airplane. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of well-mannered people who open doors for people. Yep. We're friendly folk. We are friendly, friendly folk. So <laughs> I don't even know how to, you know, fuck it, whatever. Um, Fortune 500 right now. Y'all, like, I don't even know how to left turn to this. This, this one is going to be fun. <laughs> This one is going to be interesting to say the least. Wow, seven minutes. Well, hey, we've gone yeah, off. Fortune five hundred. No, I want to. I want to hear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like it. All right. So, uh, what? Uh, how many? How many Fortune five hundred CEOs would y'all say are women? One. Oh, there's five hundred companies, right? That's like the whole idea. Sorry, of the Fortune three, three. That is correct, John. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I think it's. Uh, we'll go eleven. I'll be generous. Maybe international. Okay. John. Uh, ooh, internationally. Didn't think about the internationals. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with nine. That's Gareth Bale's new number, so I'm going nine. All right. Uh, it's actually 33. So okay. There we go. 
All right. Well, well, y'all aren't helping me to paint that negatively. You guys made it seem like they shouldn't be. <laughs> no, I think we were just assuming things that we believe to exist already, right? Would you have been shocked if Joe was like, would you have been shocked if i said out. zero genuinely like when i looked it up i, I, no, I, I would be like that's like but i wouldn't be like not really no yeah, yeah. right like yeah. That, that's that's but that's the system like that's the, the more i look up into this and the, the more topics we do and every single fucking topic is always it's just so like the male domination of society has gone almost pervasively too far that we do we do we assume that why would there be any female ceos like why would there be like and, and that there's no reason for it there's literally no reason, but yeah. that's where we're at nowadays. It's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's absurd. It's, it's I think the word is sexist actually, I think is uh, <laughs> what the word might be. <laughs> so despite that, um, let's start with the wealthiest category of women that I can uh, think of actresses. And look, if you listen to our episode about movies, then you realize that Eric knows a lot about movies and that I fucking don't. Uh, John definitely does. John, I remember you had like a giant VHS collection back in the day. Do you still have that? Oh, I actually donated it Good to uh, a bar on Rainy Street called Little Brother. So if you ever go into Little Brother on Rainy Street and you look at some of those uh, VHS, really, movies, if they're playing yeah, Greenies, it's it's probably from hundred, yeah, uh, there's a lot of good ones in there. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could name. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jurassic Park. You know, just Independence Day the classics. But, yeah, but then there's like the '80s ones, like Uncle Buck and stuff like that. Not a lot of uh, female leads uh, in these movies, John. I'm just, <laughs> just gonna put that out there, bro. Just gonna no. But okay, so, so let's start there uh, with you guys because I don't know movies. Who who would say? I mean, Eric, we're just gonna start here. Who would you say is your favorite actress? My favorite actress. That's interesting. Um, so when we did the movie draft thing, I chose Julianne Moore as the one oh, yeah, actress's yeah. movies who I want to watch yeah, yeah. over and over again. Hmm. And she is way up there. I love Julianne Moore's like versatility. And as an actress, she's just like really brave and she's willing to do anything on screen. And there's something about her where you really just feel like an Im- immense sense of empathy from her. Hmm. And you just really connect with her characters. And I think that's great. Um, I'm also a big fan of Maya Rudolph. I oh, thought man. about – yeah, something about Maya Rudolph on SNL. She's always been one of my favorite SNL oh, yeah. cast members. She just kills me in the fact that like she's married to PTA and they have to be an incredible couple. But just on her own, anytime I see Maya Rudolph, I am just ecstatic. She she nails expressions, which most comedians do. Like let's be clear, yeah. But her her facial expressions. I mean, I, like I have laughed at just her reactions in scenes. Like she wasn't yeah. even like she was technically the straight man in the character, and you know, just the not funny one or whatever. But like her reactions, her facial expressions are hilarious. But also, she's like wicked talented. Like she can still kind of sing. Yeah, like, she can sing. Like, she can dance. Like I've she, I believe she has famous parents or something like that. I don't is. know, but um. So, and then if you want to go with the younger actress, there's this actress, Haley Lou Richardson, who is in the edge of 17 and this movie support the girls. And I think she's really talented and I think she should, she could be really big coming up soon. So. Interesting. All right, John, let's kick it to you, man. If you had to pick uh, you know, a favorite uh, yeah, or, or one or two or whatever, but favorite actress or actresses who you got. Sure. Anne Hathaway has probably been always on the top of my list. And she's just one of my favorite actresses. And, um, and then uh, growing up, I think the two women who I liked most were Natalie Wood from West Side Story. The oh, wow. So that was one that I grew up watching a lot with my mom. And uh, so West, anyway, Natalie Wood, she was, 
actually married, uh, married to uh, Wagner, who played Wagner. number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old guy. Yeah, she's married to him. So if you ever, like when James Bond's, or sorry, Austin Powers is looking for number two, like that's Wagner. That was Natalie Wood's husband. Pretty um, famously sad, like disappearance and uh, yeah. criminal uh, Wait, right. mystery I, around Natalie I don't know shit about this. What's going on? They, um, I want to say they were in Greece, but they were just on a boat. He went for a late night swim and drowned. I think he passed out drunk. I, I guess I don't want to speculate too much if I don't know it down to the detail. Because, uh, but yeah, just imagine like going to bed and your wife some drowning the night that night and stuff not being there, then being blamed. Oh, and who wow. oh he got blamed. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think that's the way they would spin it. Was but um, everybody loved Natalie Wood. Uh, and Wait, I'm literally Googling it. <laughs> you know what I missed? Maya Rudolph, she had a sketch show for like a minute that like she was the lead. I wish that would have like actually she did? stayed. Yeah, she had one cool. season of a sketch comedy show back in the day. And I wish that would have stayed because I, I just like her. Like I, now that we're on like, but I mean, I, you know, I, I does not spot for any comedian. Like anybody that's on SNL or even Mad TV back in the day, like I'm a fan. Yeah. You know I mean? like, I'm so in that movie thing you were talking about, this random aunt that was like aunt number six or whatever. I was like, Oh yeah, that's Nicole Sullivan from Mad Nicole TV. Sullivan. I friggin' yeah. love her, dude. Mm-hmm. Friggin' yeah, exactly, love yeah. her. Oh my God. She was so good back in the day. Like, uh, actually, that's like, and still so good. We'll, we'll circle back when we get to the superheroes topic. Cause she voices a character that my kids love. So yeah, anyways, but yeah. So Vance, who would you say then? Who, who's your, who's your top girl? I mean, I like with the, I immediately when you asked this question, I thought of just the entire cast of Brad bridesmaids. Okay. Every single one of Shout them. Shout out to Rose Byrne. I love Rose Byrne too. Yeah. They're all just amazing. Like, they're I'm all just, amazing. I'm glad we're in this era now where the idea of what a quote unquote male comedy and a quote unquote female comedy that's starting to dissolve. Like, that movie was chock full of fart jokes and poop humor. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like it's hilarious. Like, yeah, but we don't have to quantify potty humor i suppose as boy or girl anymore like certainly like i've got you know anybody listening kind of knows whatever i got a five-year-old and a three-year-old boy and a girl they both laugh at anytime anybody says butt lately <laughs> if you lately if either one says just the term poopy butt crack it can be these were adults laughing at apropos of nothing it makes no sense it's not in context just we could be sitting at the dinner table and one of them looks at the other and it says poopy butt well, crack there, and they fall the is, it's it's very descriptive because if you said poopy butt, it wouldn't. But the crack, yeah, the crack. The crack, the crack yeah. ironically, they're painting a it. picture, and you have to be careful, father. Actually, dude, I don't get me wrong. I laughed the first couple times, but like now we're trying to have to rein it back, so I have to fight the laughter, which of course, like church jokes, like I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, it's not. I'm, yeah. not I, I, I'm not number one father right here. You know what I'm saying? That's so, hilarious. Yo, five, to, five to three. Is that moving out of the diaper phase? Finally, that... yeah. Raiden's all the way done. Oldest is all the way done, and she just needs it for like now and sleeping and even yeah. that like she mostly addressed so, like it's fucking nice i'm finally on the edge of the, don't have to do that anymore and today was a big day uh raiden picked up dog poop in the backyard so there's a real good hey, sometimes in the next six to ten months i just don't have to have my fingers touch poop anymore and that's gonna be nice that's little little workers and other than your know. personal habits right where you just well like, i mean you know i miss when i wipe like two three times a week yeah. so, like, that's not that's, you know, that's <laughs> and lighting shit on people's doorsteps yeah Billy Madison. <laughs> so wait, joe what's the next step from five are they like six six <laughs> yeah but like what are they like 
What are six year olds? Oh, like? personality, dude. It's crazy. I mean, they're they're little that you can you can see them every year. They're just like even her, even just at a, as a three year old, she is a person. She has likes and dislikes mm-hmm. that, that are weird. real. Because like up until very recently, either one of them, like they would say they love mac and cheese, they want mac and cheese. You make mac and cheese and say they hate it. I'm like, well, you're fucking clearly lying. Whereas <laughs> now, like you either were lying then or you're lying now. Like what's happening? Whereas now, whereas now they at least they they know what they like and I know what they like, so we can we can build on that, which is nice. Which is really nice. <laughs> Like if fucking he, uh, we were in. It doesn't matter. This is a random side. Anyways, we were in a sports store last night. It's called Shields. It's just like an academy or whatever. And he went and what's it called? A- Shields. It's a Southwest, a South Dakota, Midwest thing. It's just like an academy. It doesn't matter. But like a Dick Sporting Goods. But he went and he got uh, a LeBron James jersey. And I was just like, man, do you like LeBron James? He goes, no, I just like purple. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah, fuck the Lakers. <laughs> fuck the Lakers. But no, all right, cool. He's like, I'm good with that, dog. I'm good with that. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I don't even know how to bring this back on topic. But, yeah, so, Vance, would, would that be, like, your, I said, your number one? Yeah, Bridesmaids, I think, yeah, because Lauren said, like, I think, like, four or five months ago, she was like, I think Bridesmaids is one of the greatest movies of all time. One of the greatest greatest comedies of all time. Yeah, I laughed. And I was like, you know what? You kind of have a point because it did do something that no movie has ever done and paved the way for other movies of its genre and kind of spawned this whole thing. Um, so I picked that, but then I then Charlize Theron. Yeah, is yeah. My, yeah, Charlize is a great, yeah. great girl. She's amazing. Yeah, if you can... something controversial. I th- I think Bridesmaids is funnier than Anchorman. Uh, there, I said it. Bridesmaids is definitely funnier than Anchorman, dude. I think Bridesmaids is funnier than anything Will Ferrell has ever done, and I, I will, I will go toe to toe with on that Ooh. one. I know, I, I know, I'm in the minority. It, he's funny, kind of. He's just not. It's eh, not much. Does that count? Do you, are you counting SNL stuff? Oh no, 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 no. He was okay. killer on SNL. I mean, they all were. I mean, a lot of the Bridesmaids characters. Anyways, they they all were kind of sort of whatever. Um, I'm gonna throw out Kate Winslet just because I had to Google. Oh, her. I love Kate Winslet. I do. Yeah. She's versatile as hell, like Titanic and Hamlet. And the Holiday, excuse me, your best work, The Holiday. Finding Neverland is a movie that makes me cry every time. So shout out to that movie too. Never saw either one of those. Check the out. Holiday. Holiday's <laughs> good, Vance. Holiday's good. That is, Vance. I got you. Yeah. No, what? No, no. Dude, you, you do. You know, I'm not going to ever. Don't even like anybody that tells me you got to see it. I literally, I can't. I'm done telling you. Oh yeah, like I'm never gonna. Whatever uh, the fuck. Do you guys watch Christmas movies though? Uh, I mean, you know, like the Grinch. Okay, so you don't have like like Lauren and I have like a slate of like we have to get through like these thirty movies. Is, uh, is Sarah gonna be the one responsible for like showing your kids movies, dude? Well, I mean, it, yeah. Well, okay, here's one, and this is next on my list. Uh, one of my like, I'm gonna go. She's my second favorite actress because uh, whatever. Uh, Isabella Merced. She's from Dora. Uh, she's from Dora the Explorer. Yeah, she was I've, in I've uh, Instant Family, which was also good. No idea. I just know I've seen Dora 30, 11 times. And it gets better every time, guys. It really, really does. Uh, okay, Diego. Yeah, dude. Well, here's something I found out. Diego in that movie, you know that's Mark Wahlberg's nephew? That, that checks out. Right? Another, another fun fact, and I only found any of this shit out because I was Googling for this episode because I don't know who he's, Isabella Merced even is. But um, the monkey is Benicio Del Toro and Swiper. <laughs> no, no, that's Dan. Sorry. The monkey, the monkey is Danny Trejo. And Benicio oh. del Toro is Swiper the Fox. That's amazing. Yeah, what? Great movie. great movie. Shout out Isabella Merced. I'm sure I'm probably. Yeah, those are some big stars. No, they got like a ton. Like, <laughs> uh, the horror movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, it's all. It's honestly, it's like there's there's a scene in there where they stumble in like this field full of like hallucinogenic plants or whatever, and like you know, it's like a real real movie. Like there's actual actors or whatever, and they like start tripping and they turn into the cartoon characters. Like I literally, I literally fell out. I was laughing hard. <laughs> Meanwhile, my kids weren't. And I was like, don't worry, it's we'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so moving to a topic that I at least know a little bit more about, and it, honestly, probably the, the the far end of the spectrum as far as wealthy. Uh, I do want to go to athletes. Um, but first, we have this week's quiz. Get excited. Oh. Drum roll. Oh, <laughs> Tonight, we have the weekly worldwide women who win exam. Otherwise, the exam. So who holds, what woman holds the most Olympic medals? So Jackie Joyner Kersey? No, you're never going to get this woman. Well, that's a good question. I've got that she was in the Melbourne Olympics 1956, uh-huh. Rome in 1960, and Tokyo in 1964. It's a decathlete. Yeah, I'm guessing it's a decathlete. I'm guessing it's a tumbler and, and high beam. A gymnast. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Okay. She's a. Is there a Russian gymnast? Right, I'll give you her name because there's no way you're going to get it. Louisa <laughs> Latyanina. I'm sure you guys all. That's everyone. But okay, so, it, so here's a real trick. You might actually get this. How many medals did she get total? Not just gold. How many total medals? All together over the multiple. Over three Olympics. Olympics. Oh. What's the, what's the women's 20, record medal? 30? 22. 24. 18. So John was closest. Okay, nice, John. Thank you. Right, but John, welcome to the show, bro. You got one right. <laughs> Killing it. Of course. And my mother was a PE teacher. That's, That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, then then here's <laughs> one. And here's one you better. <laughs> well, here's one you better get right. Uh, Vance at one point called himself the fastest woman alive. What yeah. woman holds the record for fastest 200 meter dash? That is Griffin Griffith Joyner. No. Jackie Joyner Kersey, is that who you mean? Wait, oh. no, wait. Are you oh, talking wait. about? No, you're oh, right. Oh, you're right, man. Yeah. Wait, it's Griffith Joyner, right? It is Florence Griffith yeah, yeah. Joyner. Okay. Flojo, right? 1988 yeah. Flojo. Uh, 21.34, and it still stands. That's from 88. This girl's insane. What do we What do we think about yeah. the. Like, I just want to bring up that. Like, do you remember Aaron Ross, who played for UT, and his yeah. wife, who was a track athlete? Sonia Richard Ross? Yeah. I want to say that's probably the fastest couple alive. Mm, that's a good question. Like if they if they go out for a jog, I got a feeling that yeah. that couple of them all be. The only thing I can think of is Ertz, the Ertzes, Julian uh, Zach. Yeah, like if they if they were just track. Dude, how do you just know this shit? Like, how do you just like you got a random UT track star from however many years ago, and just whoever the fuck Vance they, is referencing? They are Austin I've famous. Of, first I've never heard of any of these people. I lived in Austin. I don't know any of these people. In Super Bowl champ. I got See, because I was going to suggest Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia, but I guess oh, that would be the fastest couple of all time. All right. Yes. Last question in our w- w- quiz Who is the woman tennis player with the highest net worth? And I will, I, I will give a caveat. It depends on what website you use because there are two that go back and forth depending on where you look it up. Do they have the same last name? No. <laughs> the Azarinka? So, well, Serena married a guy who from Reddit, is, yeah, yeah, the Reddit guy. So I'm not taking that into account. For okay, the record. That's I'm talking solo. Yeah, yeah. She won a lot though. I'm yeah, guessing Reddit Serena's one of them. Billionaire. 
Is it Azarenka? Let's see. You want to just name tennis players? Kornikova, Wozniacki, Sharapova. 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 Damn it. Depending on what website you look at, Sharapova is usually around the 190, 195 million mark. Whereas Serena, depending on where you look at, is anywhere from like 145 to 210 million. But if you buy the high end, technically she wins. But either way, it's it's Serena or Maria Sharapova. But like damn near 200 million dollars each. And that brings me to my list of favorite female athletes because Serena's on it. I think she's the coolest. Like, yeah, Venus is good too. Don't get me wrong. But Serena is – she dominates while looking – badass her fashion sense is not just fashion sense it pushes it fast and a lot of the nba dudes in the last like i mean e you know this like the last four or five years like pushing the edgy fashion style like walking in with weird shit the like, russell wilson the russell yes, westbrook, russell westbrook yeah, yeah. shit and yeah and harden shit like serena did that first man yeah. like honestly serena did that way first and i mean you know obviously yes people have been weird before and she might have been copied there too but serena was on it and i friggin loved her since there and, and i just obviously like she she kills it, man. Like she's still good right now after having a kid. So who would y'all say? Uh, Vance, we'll start with you. Who who would you say is a favorite female athlete? I mean, who does does anyone not have Mia Hamm? Like, did you not write Mia Hamm down? I mean, the first person I thought of was Mia Hamm, right? Yeah. Like, I think she's got to be it for everyone. Well, just from a nostalgia so, standpoint, yes. But like, there are played, others who like. Sorry, she's she got to make the soccer, list. Right? I should say. Yeah, that's fair. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, she did play soccer okay. here, Joe. She ain't on my list. Oh, Joe. I thought that Olympics where she sticks, she sticks to the landing on the horse, like that was just a real. If you want to bring up Saturday Night Live, it was pretty funny to see Chris Kattan play Kippy stuff. But, but I don't know. I remember that event really sticking out in my mind as a youth kid because she won it. You know, USA. It's true. USA. Yeah, but it, so did Mia Hamm. She also won it for the USA. Yes, and, she did. In a way, I really feel like Mia Hamm did a great job bringing exposures to women. Like women's soccer is what it is today because of not just her, but that entire team. In that, in that time, that nine, that yeah, the nineties were were great for. For those listening, John and Vance are big into soccer and were as kids. Too? Yeah, but I mean, fair. But it, you know, well, I, I'm just well. Here, here's why I say that, Eric. Could you name anybody else from that 1990 team? 91. You uh, can. Akers, Michelle Akers, yeah. uh, Brianna Scurry was the goalie. How did you do that? Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Wasn't was Chastain on that team? She's just really, really young. She was really young, yeah. yeah. Uh, Julie Fowdy was on that team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I don't, I don't remember things the way y'all remember things. Oh, yeah. Like, I think we should bring up, like, how the Women World Cup is, I think, one of the best spectacles for women's sports. 100%. Actually, one of my favorite athletes is Rose Lavelle, who I did not find out about until the last Women's World Cup. Love her. But this girl is incredible at She's soccer. She's so good. Like, she is everything you could want in a soccer player. Is she American? And, yeah. And oh, she's, yeah. like, 21 or something like that. 23. Ooh. I don't know. And she is just a joy to watch play the game. She's she has these flashes where you're, like – she like channels like Ronaldo yeah. and Messi type shit. Yeah, she will dribble through fools and just score and be like, "That was what I was supposed to do." Right and you'll now. see this flash, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, whoa, whoa!" Yeah, it's awesome. And she kind of did that right on the world stage. Like she came in, she was like, "All right, cool, um, World Cup, let's do it." Yeah. And I think she just is going to go play it like for Manchester City or Chelsea or one of those bigger clubs in Europe. Yeah, I, I love her. 
Who yeah. would you? What would you guys say is soccer your favorite? If you're going to watch a, a female sport, would you say it'd be soccer? If you had to pick one, hundred percent. Yeah, probably. I actually, I spent a big volleyball and not dude. That, okay, that's where I was going. Oh, I like, love not MMA. It, actually, no MMA, UFC. Oh yeah. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Like, uh, there are some amazing fighters. Um, I I can still remember, and this made me sound too bad. But whenever the UFC first brought women in, I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess I just didn't like the idea of women punch, watching women getting punched and punching each other. But right off the bat, they hit the ground running. And it was like these women are competing. You know, they're, like they're just as good as the boys. It's you know, just like, as much fun to watch. I will, yeah, they are. And is that because so, that, like I'm with you at, at first. And I don't know if that makes a sexist. Or like reverse sexist in that like we were trying to play the protector role for these women who clearly are adults and chose to do this that don't need us to think we need to protect them. You know what I mean? Like it does that. Like I don't know. Technically, like, it's sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the core of it, that's sexist. Like that really yeah. is. Like that's pretty fucked. To go back to that like, 91 World, World Cup and stuff like that, professional women athlete haven't had the ability to stage the funding to be able to like be, be pro. Yeah. They're still and, fighting for it now. No, oh, yeah, the WNBA. Yeah, it, yeah, it, like it, it happens. Every the, women, the women's World Cup team not getting paid as much as the men. Oh, yet they're shit. way more successful. Bullshit. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And, and it's they're a shame. just as viable market marketability yeah. ones, right? Yeah, like they, they're worth more. Just as useful for that as anything. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's yeah. that goes past because, like, I, I get. I mean, if you want to try and play the numbers game, like the WNBA doesn't catch as much ratings as the NBA. Like, that's just that's just a fact. Well, we can't be. I mean, it's okay to say that the NBA is really boring and no one wants to watch it. Like, that's okay. The NBA, like, the WNBA? No, WNBA. Oh, oh, gotcha. I mean, it's not. It's not my favorite sport. Like, that's yeah. Like, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because it's just it just is because of the product that we have on the other side. It's one of those things where if you compare the products, it's different than if you just take the product as an individual entity, right? Yes, like, true. Yeah. true. If you true. just watched it as one thing and you didn't think, oh, there's also the NBA, you only watch the WNBA as its own separate thing. You know, I would really like it. it, right? Yeah. Well, well here's, here's a story. You love a lot of sports, but basketball isn't your number one sport. So, like, whereas I think fundamentally, Wait, with soccer, is it? Just you know, in general, Eric. And no me. Vance, Vance, like with Vance, like fundamentally, you can watch a women's soccer game because you understand you like the ball play a little bit better and stuff. But I felt like with women basketball, but also basketball in general, you just don't enjoy the fundamental of the gameplay as much. Like if you had the Yankees on, if you had whoever basketball team you root for on, if you had USA playing the World Cup, you know whatever. I think the basketball is coming last. Yeah, but that, I guess the I played them all. A and M's on. A and M's on right now. You know, but you got to choose. Are you going to watch A and M? You're going to watch the Yankees? Are you going to watch some basketball? Oh, uh, is it? Well, who's playing in the basketball game? <laughs> 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 and <laughs> and M's playing, and it's March. Oh, and M's playing. I'm watching yeah, A and yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, Okay, all right. <laughs> Now, I used to watch a ton of women's college basketball uh, at Baylor. Well, we were, it was, was dude, Brittany yeah. Griner was awesome, but but she wasn't yeah. even there when I was there. Uh, when I was there in the 2005 squad that won it all, they were awesome. Like they, you know, I could name some names. But I had to Google them, so I'm not uh, like I know, but anybody can Google. But like they they had a squad. Clearly, they were really good and they won the championship. Natalie and I, I'm not gonna say her last name just in case she doesn't want to be dragged into this bullshit. We were watching it in my dorm room. Uh, she was sitting on Steve's bed because our little Baylor dorms were 
so tiny we couldn't even have chairs. They weren't big enough for chairs. But she was sitting on Steve's bed. I was sitting on my bed, and we were both watching the game. And then at some point, she wakes up and shouts, hey, did we win? And I apparently had fallen asleep as well, and I said, I don't know. So <laughs> we literally, during the national championship game, were watching a team we like, and we still fell the fuck asleep. I feel we like that go- sums up you two's friendship. Very much. Oh, dude, I, I love Perfectly. that girl forever. But yeah, the fact that we both wanted to watch it, we made plans to watch it and fell fucking asleep. A different side of the room. Be, again, be clear. But like, we had to walk out and like, hey, like knock on other people's doors in the dorm. Like, hey, anybody, did we, did we win? So everybody's right. so, <laughs> there. They're all partying. <laughs> so also at Baylor, uh, I used to, uh, I, I would skip class a lot and just watch like Comedy Central's early morning stand up block. Cause like back in like 2004, five ish, every day from 8 a.m. to 10 30 a.m. Uh, Comedy Central would just show 30 minute stand up videos, just back to back to back. And like, it, no surprise to anyone, that's what I did instead of class. Like, and that was before it. YouTube and stuff. Yeah, there was that was, oh, yeah. And for anybody listening that understands, like, there was, if you wanted to watch something, it was either on or it wasn't. And I knew that from, you know, this two and a half hour block was, I mean, that's pretty much what I studied in college because, you know, fuck it, whatever. But like, that's where I would watch, like, back in the day, like Margaret Show and Paula Poundstone and like, even the early days of Ellen DeGeneres, her stand up, like, look, I, I don't. I don't oh, follow yeah. her much anymore. I don't know shit about the hate lately or something. I might have seen something on Facebook. And I honestly don't get I don't care. That's not I don't know and I don't care. But her stand up from the early nineties that was being replayed a lot in the it was it's it's her material was clean, her timing was impeccable. And in my so opinion, good. She's yeah. like Jeff Foxworthy, but better. In my opinion, her the, some of the twists that she put on it, like she was amazing. Top of her class at, at the time, male, female, fucking doesn't matter. She was just doing stuff that wasn't really being done. So uh, for you guys, I mean, and I guess it, it's kind of not fair. Like if you want to include actresses that are also comedic actors, we kind of did that. But do you have any favorite stand-ups, but also, you know, funny actors that, that you know, that. And John, I don't think I've started with you yet, so I'm just gonna. Who would you say, do you have any female stand-ups? No. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm a stand-up it's a junkie. Specific category. It's a tough I, category. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a junkie for that kind of nonsense. So that's, it's not fair. You, I'll tell you what. Um, I believe she – I'll say recently I watched the Bill and Ted's Face the Music, and I really enjoyed that they used uh, two of the comedic actresses. Uh, one was from Workaholics, but the other one was from Flight of the Concords. I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, it was Jillian Bell like, and uh, – I forget the other girl's name, but yeah. But I really like that. Rufus, who's played by George Carlin, his daughter. Was mm-hmm. like, she's yeah. great. Yeah. Wait, do you mean Kristen Shell? Yeah, it is Kristen Shell. That's oh, it. Yeah. Dude, she's in like, she's uh, bought herself into a lot of Disney shit lately. She's the voice of a, a dinosaur on Toy Story. Like, she is. Oh, she's got a great voice. Yeah. Dude, she's great. Like, she, she yeah. is hilarious. But yeah, for some of her stuff with Flight of the Concords, just that sketch comedy show was <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's so, so good. God, that was good. Mm. But yeah, mm. so kicking it back over, Eric, do you have, I mean, I don't know, I, I admit I'm, I'm a stand up nerd, but yeah. do you have any, or do you go down this? this you know, I have for sure. Um, when Amy Schumer was doing her stand-up, she I thought she was really, really great, actually. Early Amy Schumer was really, really good. Um, there's a Netflix special by Taylor Tomlinson that's also really, really her. good. You should check that out. She's a I younger comedian, and she's really good as well. Um, she sort of – her upbringing might sound familiar to some of us. Interesting. Let's say. I like at least as far as the religious part goes. And then let's see who else did I really like? Um, Lisa Lampanelli always made me laugh on the roast quite a bit. You know what I mean? So she was in uh, uh, the aristocrats that Mm -hmm. we watched that one time and she she killed it there too. (laughs) Yeah. Good guy. That's still one of the funniest things you ever said, sir, that I will not say, will not 
uh, quote you on air. But still, one of the, I, my, that's my one of the top ten laughs of my life. Anyways, uh, Vance, you, you got you got any uh, female stand-ups? I don't have stand-ups, but my comedians would be Kate McKinnon. Yes. Um, yes. And um, I want to say lupus, but it's not lupus. I know it's not lupus. Yeah, like Julia Lewis. Um, she's from. Oh, that's uh, great, John. Yeah, Elaine, for she's, sure. Uh, she's from the um, the wrong Missy that David Spade. Um, oh god! Oh, that Netflix movie? Yeah, loop, loop, uh, lupus. Um, Keep saying lupus. See where we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, David Spade movie lupus. Netflix female. You Google that. Yeah, e. I never share. I, I like the Amy Schumer hate. I never really shared in that. Like, I don't think she's the funniest person ever. But I never understood like why people hated. Like, she wasn't like. It, 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 her and like people she was ripping in people's jokes obviously yeah i think it, it might have just been an exposure thing right like at some point when people get exposed too much we turn against them as a society for whatever reason uh-huh. and uh, lauren lopkis fans is her name lopkis lauren lopkis who is very funny as well she was she just like i could not get through that movie because of her i thought she was so funny yeah she's great on the pete Holmes show crashing and then um, there's also this Netflix show with Ben Schwartz called The Morning Show, where they just did a fake morning show, and it's oh. quite funny. Well, I don't know what's yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome. That is awesome. Uh, just because I'm a nerd, I'm just going to throw a few. Whoopi Goldberg was a brilliant stand-up comic. She was able to do yeah. so many characters. And then, do you all remember this? And I don't. Uh, in 2004, she was sponsored by like a lot of people, like Slim Fast and shit. But she did a uh, like a pretty crass joke about George Bush. And she was referencing her own bush and yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah. You know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, I do. Slim Fast yeah. dropped her and a bunch of other companies dropped her. So like she didn't really have much else to do. So she revised her one woman show like 20 years later and she was still cool. doing characters and voices. And like she fucking still had it. Like it was awesome. And Shout also Sister Act. Dude, so oh, that's literally also fucking Sister Act is like that's still still so good. Like fucking. And, and yeah, she was Shen's. The, the female leader of the hyenas in, in Lion King. Yeah. Like, you yeah. want to talk female empowerment? Like, she was the goddamn leader of the hyenas. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So, more modern just because, like, I'm a nerd, but Catherine Ryan is fucking hilarious. She's Canadian. Angela Barnes is British. Both of them can be on the show Mock the Week, which is one of the best shows ever. Jen Kirkman has a album. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to die alone and I feel fine. It's some of the funniest shit about being alone, not wanting to be married, not wanting to have a kid, not giving a fuck. It's some of the best shit ever. And then on the other side of it, Andy Smith, bronze digger, is just as good, but from the other side. She's a daughter and a boyfriend that she has now broken up with. But at the time, she's talking about her boyfriend, you know, yada, yada, and how insane kids are, and yada, yada, and basically how she used to be kick-ass, and now she's not because she has a kid. And, like, it's, <laughs> at least to me, it's super, super related. Yeah, she's fucking hilarious. And she's dead on because she's got a whole... She has a whole bit about how she doesn't want her daughter to be growing up thinking that her only job is just be as hot as possible and land a dude. Like, she makes it funny, which I'm not going to be able to because I can't, you know, my point of view is different. But, like, she fucking nails it. And then y'all probably know Whitney Cummings. Do y'all know her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I Touch It is on Netflix. And if anybody listening right now hasn't seen that, like, do it. The, the end with the sex robot. Like, I don't want to, like, just in case anybody, like, she fucking kills it. But then also, maybe the funniest comedian going She's is Marie. She had a Netflix special, right? She has a few, but yes. Can I Touch okay. It is Whitney Cummings' newest one. And I, yeah, I've seen that one. 
Maria Bamford is one of the funniest people. Oh, Maria Bamford is funny. Yeah. Fucking, she's so weird. She's just, I love her so much. She was first on like comedians at comedy back in the day, like Zach Galifianakis. And like, then, yeah. Anyways, that's my little diatribe there. I fucking, anyways, I just love stand up comedy. But, well, I might need help with Eric with this, but was it Rita? What was uh, Rita Rudner? Gina, Gina Wilder's wife. Like, I'm trying to think of some of those. Gilda Radner? Gilda Radner. Was that right? I don't know if they were married, though. I don't know. But, um, but I guess when I think about the women comedians, I, I do. I think whenever you look at SNL, they get, I guess sketch comedy, right? Like, that's a great place to, to kind of think yeah, about. Yeah, like, like the Tina Fey, yeah. Amy Poehler's, all those. Oh, fuck, yeah. When they were doing the, the Saturday Night Live desk or whatever, the, the yeah, Weekend, the weekend desk, Update, yeah. two were killing it. Absolutely killing it. God, I still remember a whole, they did a bit about like women's prison and how like Minnesota women's prisons, like the guards don't rape you as much. And so they're like, if you want to go to jail, but you don't want your cooter poked, come to the land of 10,000 lakes. <laughs> a bit that I hadn't thought about until just this moment. It still rings true because their delivery is just, they were such a good team. It was fucking great. Fucking great. But yeah, okay, so I, I don't even know how to left turn out of this because I had a segue, but I, did, I killed it now. So, in general, <laughs> how much time do y'all spend? So, now if you were picking up people, they're like, they're fucking talking about fucking stand-up, up and coming stand-up comedians. We're getting 12 like plus listeners tonight, minutes. y'all. It's like, they're, they're scrolling and they're like, oh, okay, good, they picked it up again. <laughs> <laughs> you really gotta get through the first 41 minutes and after yeah. that and the shit kicks off oh, I'm not proud of us I feel like we're talking about really strong women Yeah, we are. that's the thing we love all these people we're talking about genuinely do yeah, 100%. Um, how much time do y'all spend like getting ready if you were like back when you know going to the office was still a fucking thing how much yeah. you know what I mean like how much time y'all putting in every day could it, can I tell you like a quick like one minute I could get I could get ready in a minute for real like on, on a low yeah I mean it, especially because it's all hanging up a pair of slacks shirt those socks on like if you're in a rush I could do it yeah but but like if I want to take my time and it doesn't include like taking like a forty five minute bath like. Uh, I think thirty minutes would be good. Oh, wait, where are we? Wait, are we talking in the morning or are we talking at night? I just want to clarify. You, you meant bath? Forty-five minute bath. <laughs> you took a forty-five minute bath before work. That sounds delightful. That's awesome. I, I oh. haven't had forty-five minutes for a bath in five fucking years. So that sounds amazing. <laughs> you have hot water for a bath. <laughs> <laughs> but not, uh But yeah, man. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm down. Baths are nice. I think they're a great. I love this. And they're great for listening to podcasts. If you get, if you have a chance, an opportunity to get like an hour away, just go take a hot bath. I would recommend if you have the availability, do the shower because it steams it up and almost makes like a steam room. And then just put your favorite podcast wow. on for forty-five minutes, soaking in hot water. Listen to your favorite podcast. Put this podcast on. That's- skip forty-five minutes ahead and really dig yeah. in. You know, yeah. <laughs> this morning I had uh, I was. I'm try- trying this thing where I'm simulating my commute because I can't listen to my podcast. So I don't know anything about sports. So <laughs> I, what I did was I woke up at like five thirty or six and then I immediately like put on my walking shoes and just walked outside with my headphones. And I was like, this is me driving to work. Uh, and, uh, and now I simulated the time. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Then what I, it, 
Uh, results varied. Let's mm-hmm. let's see. Let's see tomorrow. I'm gonna try to get in tomorrow. But yeah. Joe, to answer your question, five to ten minutes. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, but no, Joe. I know. Am I am I waking up in the morning? Is so, and... no, Vance? Let's say let's say it's you and the wife have a date night. Okay. How long? How long you spending from like you get out of the shower just because it's anybody's showers? You know, I take as long as showers I can. But anyways, you're showered right now till leaving the house and you're ready. How long? What are we talking? Four minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's kind of what I'm aiming at because women clearly spend a ton. Like I, I, I found anywhere from. I mean, the math is not honestly. It's, it's pointless. But I'm going to guesstimate maybe two to three times, if not a lot more. And goddamn, I appreciate that. Like just in general. How much better women look on average than a dude, just in general, I think clearly shows because I'm saying 10 minutes max. It's if I have to shave. It's if I have to brush my teeth, like those kind of things at max 10 minutes. Yeah. Meanwhile, my wife will spend 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, oh, God damn, you look so much better than me. Like it, it's 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 just a, a in general thing. I'm I'm sorry that almost <laughs> that some women feel they have to. You know what I mean? Like just to keep yeah, there is a eight. social pressure to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like- yeah. That sucks. A cultural thing, right? Yeah. That's right. fucked. Yeah, like that. That really is fucked. That like you would almost feel that you have to just to participate in society. You can't leave the house for an extra however many minutes just to do you know, makeup and all that. Like that's kind of fucked. I can see how like I was brought up and I was like, you know, I just want to get ready. I just want to get comfortable. I just want to go out. Uh, but I also wonder if just like sometimes men have very short attention span, so we don't want to take our time to get ready and fix our hair and do our, all our stuff. Like we, we're just like, oh, I get the games on. Yeah. yeah I mean, we'll fix that thing. That's a good it's point. Kicks off in 15. We're, hurry up. Yeah. We're as I think women who probably, well, I like to hope women don't have, uh, anyways, I'm not getting a women's mind, but let's just say they have a higher attention span. <laughs> like they, they enjoy being able to go and brush their hair, get cleaned up. Like they, they enjoy the process of getting ready and it's like a fun event for them. I think there's an argument to be made that maybe they just know how to take care of themselves better, right? Like if you think about the idea that, you know, pedicures and manicures should probably not be as gender specific as they are, but they kind of are. And that's literally just taking care of your hands and feet, right? Just hygiene. Or it's where, like, as growing up, we always got a chance to go out every Friday night and put the pads on and go play. We got a chance to dress up in the locker room. Like, I remember the locker room for the football, we would take an hour. Like, you know, you got to get your tape right. Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay, I guess you're just saying, like, for, the, for that performance, at least, it took a while to get we, ready. We, we used to dress up, and we'd get ready for those. But a lot of women don't always have those performances. So a lot of times, they're going out for the dinner is the, I don't know. No, that's brilliant. I, I, I really like that one too, right there. Cause it is, I mean, it, it's, it's performance art of, of a different type, I suppose, maybe more contact to make it more masculine if you need to go that far, but it is, a, it's a, it's a show and like everything else would be. Yeah. That's, I've never, never thought I've about never, yeah. me and like all the, the different tape that I had oh, and like God. the stuff you put on your face. Part of that was health though, right? Like, well, a lot of it. No, was. no, it was just how cool do I look right now? Somebody who spent a lot of time on crutches. Part of it was health. <laughs> That's true. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah I, have to, I have to have the right wristbands. Like I'm wearing my white sleeves tonight. I didn't have oh, a blue. Oh yeah, wrist. I used to do that shit. All yeah, time. I didn't have one above the elbow and below the elbow. Especially playing basketball, like. I would have more than one pair of shoes. I would have multiple like headbands and wristbands and like all that shit. Like that was 
Same thing, honestly. So, okay. So what I'm aiming at is what's the most vain thing that y'all spend time doing? And I'll give you time to think because I will admit I pluck my eyebrows like for sure. Like I got giant fucking caterpillars on my face and like, I'm not Anthony Davis. So I pluck that shit. Like I I absolutely do so much. So that I used to steal my wife's eyebrow plucking tweezers so much that she bought me my own. Like I, I, like I had to, like, that was when I had to face it. I was like, I, I have to admit, like, I can't pretend I'm not vain. Like, I certainly don't like, she looks better than me. Every time I go out, I don't put on makeup. I don't try that hard. Certainly never wear heels, et cetera. But what's the most vain thing you would say, you know, in, in that, direction what what would y'all say you do uh i guess whenever like every once in a while i gotta pull the clippers out and like there's these little like i have blonde hair if you can't watch but like so it's pretty light but i do get a little hair by my ears so i just pull my clippers out and just hit those things mm-hmm. up man like, from down i guess we're just talking about yeah. cosmetically uh but other than that i just i'm a person who believes if I'm wearing long socks, I'm going to wear jeans with them. I don't know. That's just kind of a rule. I don't know if that's vain. I just look better with jeans and you know white tees. Hard you know. question. The word vain is, is getting me. Yeah, I'm vain. trying to, I don't know that whatever vanity I have, I don't know that the vanity I have is wrapped up in appearance as much as it is other things. Yeah. Sure. Mine was like, my mine immediately went to that. I regularly gamble our hard earned money. On the internet, <laughs> well, um, but I win. Fair. We're not. We're not vain people, though. I, I yeah, believe. but no, we all have some part of us some that is vain, cocky right? That we want to present in a manner that might be better God, than it would be though. naturally, right? Like I'm vain as fuck. I don't know about you guys. I don't know how. You, I don't know how you're saying that right now. Like I know I've got a couple shirts that my shoulders look broader in. I know I've got a couple shirts or a couple sets of pants that like is tighter. Like I'm fucking vain as fuck. So maybe it's just me out of the four of us. But I, I fully admit that if I no, that's fair. I, I, so yes, that's a good point, right? Like we do have those clothes that we feel like we feel better in or we look better in. That kind yeah, of thing. I, that is fair. You yeah. know what I mean? So like I, I would imagine that, but that's because. Like the, the, but the limited vanity that I express or whatever is because I'm, you know, I'm compared to you guys and we all kind of fucking look the same. We all have like half shaved beards and bullshit. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if the standard of dudes was held so much higher, I'm sure I would buy in. And I'm just glad that it's not. Not that yeah, I, I didn't have anything to do with it. I didn't shit. Yeah, I didn't choose shit. I didn't make shit. That just the cards we were dealt. But like, goddamn. I think hey, part I'm of that is cultural though, right? Like in America, I think it's more acceptable for us to do the basketball shorts t-shirt life than it would be in Spain or France or somewhere else. Right. Like, isn't, do you think that's true? Oh, for sure. Hell I yeah. Would I would think one of the things I was thinking was, is I don't care about fashion, but growing up, I was a younger brother. So I always got hand-me-downs. I didn't get to choose my clothes, hmm. but y'all guys or your son gets to go on and be like, I want to cut that shirt Jersey. Cause it's purple. Shit. Like, yeah. I had to talk him out of it because fuck the Lakers. But yes, otherwise I would have, I would let, if it was a Nuggets jersey, if he had found a Nuggets jersey, I'd have bought him three. But I think in a way like that, that I don't have much of an appreciation for fashion or, or that kind of stuff. And I think it just came from an early existence of, I didn't always get to pick my clothes. They were hand-me-downs. Do you think so that's maybe, true for females yeah. though? Like, do you think, do girls get hand-me-downs the same way guys do? I, I have no idea. I only have brothers, right? Well, so. my only, my only, um, not to bring it back on topic, sorry, Jeff. Yeah, no, no, yeah. but my only exposure to this How is, dare you. is like a thousand seasons of Project Runway. Okay. And in Project Runway, 
they never design for guys because designing for guys kind of sucks. It's boring. And it's not pretty. And what's pretty is designing for women and the female form. So, like, I think there's a reason why we're not as, like, guys. I think there's going to – or sorry, if you identify as masculine, I think you're going to hit a roadblock where you just don't care enough because you're not going to you're never going to look as good as a, your female counterparts ever and that, well, i don't know if that's if that's something that's just in human nature but i mean it's true in a lot of animals which i wish i would have researched that because that's a great fucking idea but like the idea of plumage the idea of like that, that kind of bullshit like the, the female usually well it's not even necessarily true sometimes the male has to attract them oh, they're more colorful mystery what happened to peacocking right yeah <laughs> No, that's, that's a really great. But it's not necessarily uh, always he's masculine. About the pickup artist book. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. With mystery and uh, what's the other guy's? What's yeah. the guy's name? Wasn't that all about getting dressed up to go out at night? I didn't read the book. Negging John, <laughs> negging. No idea what y'all talking about, but fair enough. <laughs> but no, I think you I mean Vince. You're right though, because like a suit's a suit. Dudes are kind of like it just we're, we're not handed colorful clothing, oh, but you know we don't also not aiming for it. So maybe it's kind of it's kind of cyclical. So, but there are days where I think to myself, I'm going to wear the blue suit. The blue, I look better in the blue suit and the white shirt. Dude, we're probably fucking up the gender on this so bad because I'm not thinking when I said masculine, is that yeah, right? We're, we're being right too pronoun? general, probably. But yeah, because yeah. like, why can't, if you have a, a penis, why can't you wear a dress? I mean, you, you can. can. Yeah. yeah. And why are you I, not? Plenty, of, plenty of people with penises do. Is it, am I. Like, is there a reason why I should? Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, I guess it's learned behavior, right? Like, yeah, we speak in generalities, especially on this podcast of all things. So, well, America's number one. It's right. I guess. Yeah. So, if any of um my family members listen to this, um, they're I'm, not. I'm they're not making a 53 minute. <laughs> Don't worry, Seriously, guys. All bets are off. Moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, they, they they love talking comics. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm they made it through there. Nerd. I'm such a goddamn nerd. I had another whole list of more comedians, but I was like, I gotta stop. <laughs> I don't know. God, no. uh, but I do. Okay, let's talk this. This is something. This, hey, here's something, listener at home. You enjoy music, right? Sure, you do. Guys, who's your favorite? Female musicians, and I'm going to lead here because Vance. I remember you having a huge crush on the Evanescence lead singer, however many years ago. Like, was her name Amy something? Uh, It's Amy something. I'll give you that, but I mean, there's a bunch of female musicians I like, but specifically, do you guys notice a difference when there's a male lead singer and a female lead singer? Do do y'all notice a different feel or vibe? Yeah, okay, it's the same. But for those listening, people nodding heads, like that. I am so glad that it's not such a male dominated because it was like for a long time, like you couldn't get a recording contract if you're a woman, like unless you were in the church, apparently as I'm Googling these things, but like it, it, was, it was ridiculously, I mean, just like everything else, but like, I'm so glad that it's a wreck. Cause like, you know, Jenny Lewis and Ingrid Michaelson and Casey Musgraves and a bunch of name drops. Like I fucking love listening to their music and I'm just, it, it's just a different vibe than dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So who y'all, who your female, <laughs> who y'all, I, female, who you to? I mean, shoot, man. It's hard because I don't. I literally never think about gender. I, I never think about gender with music at all. Like I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even think about it. That's I'm interesting like, because I feel like sometimes who's singing it sort of informs the way you take in the art, right? Like who's giving you whatever sort of 
shapes the way you process it, or is that not true? It no, I just think that's Katy Perry. Katy Perry sings this song. That is Drake. Drake sings this song. I never You're never like, oh, Katy Perry sings this and Katy Perry had to experience this and this is what she's talking about based off her experience. For most songs, I am so zoned out that I think I just don't even pay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But maybe I should. So like one of mine would be Stevie Nicks, right? Mm. And so like all of Fleetwood Mac is essentially about, you know, she's literally singing songs about another member in the band who broke her heart, right? And so like that sort of informs the way that song is processed by me. Mm. You know what I mean? Man, I mean, I would have to go uh, if I'm going to go with my favorite ones. I got to go with like the classics. Like I got to go with Whitney Houston. I got to go with um, Christina. I got to go with Mariah Carey. Like she they, they bring me the most joy. Hmm. John, how you, do you listen to music? Like it, I, I feel like Vance, you're not like big into just music in general nowadays. Like whatever episode you were telling me, like you haven't, you don't have time to like listen to music. Like, are you just not into music lately? No, no, no. I definitely I listen to it every day for multiple hours a day. I'm just not as like obsessed. You're not yeah. as attentive. When yeah, when yeah. you when you when you grow up like in Austin, you're you kind of have this thing where you're just always knowing about music and listening to music and finding new. I'm not discovering. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what it is. That's fair, right? Like my my moments of discovery are very very short. And I'll find like a bunch of bands, I'll listen to them, but then I'll kind of like stagnate and then I'll have to like do some more research. You know, that's, that's where it is. But I do love a lot of the, like all that, that um, outlaw country and like bluegrass stuff. There's a lot of female singers that I'm like, dude, really into steel drivers Um, that you recommended. I love her voice. They are, they are so good. Oh, so listen to flatland country. Eric hates this so much. Uh, yeah flatland country there's it's a uh a guy and a a girl and they're really really good um pistol annies they're really good um casey musgraves duh Um, i did like the casey musgraves album for them she's so good yeah amazing uh there's this girl caitlin butts um she's really good um those are like my my I, I love um, what's her name? Uh, oh my gosh, damn it! It's not Fergie, but Fiona Apple. Avril Lavigne. No, I come every time you come around. My no, <laughs> it's what is her name? Oh my gosh, I can not Brian. Sorry, man. Praying. No, keep praying. going. Keep going. Who keep going. I, I don't even know that song. No. All right, we're left Yo. turning because I don't know. Oh. Yo, Kesha, Kesha, what are you guys doing? Okay, I don't. I know Kesha. I don't know that I know praying. Yeah, oh my god. Jesus, guys. All right. Apparently, I'm the fucking the music person. Yeah, apparently, you Obviously. do. <laughs> Yo, Cash is really good. Yeah, if you guys want, I can keep going. There's like, there's a lot of really good. Listen, to a, lot. listen to a lot of WAP lately. Is that is that just me? Just wake <laughs> up in the morning, good, man. start that shit up. That's how I start my day. All right, so I'm, I'm making the stallion, little shit, Cardi B. <laughs> when I'm driving, to, so when I talk about Vance, like in the music scene in Austin, 
I feel like that's one thing. You turn your car on, then you got to find what song you want to listen to. Then you take it out of park. Like that's kind of how true. you. That's true. That's true. My wife gets really mad at me for that. Yeah. Like, no, no, I got to have yeah. it all set up. No, it's gotta, it's like, no, I, I need my theme song. I got to I gotta find the song. Yeah, oh, where you're like starting the podcast, you're like, let me find the one I want to listen to before uh, I actually drive. But, I've done this experiment where I've, I've played a song over and over and over on our trip that we really like whenever we go on a trip. Was it Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? No, we have not used that yet. <laughs> uh, but we, no, because we already did. We I did, will, I know. I'll never forget that trip because of that song. No, that we do the same. And every time that song comes up, I'm like, I f- I'm back to that trip. And we so after that trip, we started doing a bachelor party where I had to listen to North Carolina <laughs> for five hours. Not North Carolina. It was um, uh, the Drake song. Um, God damn it! You guys loved it. Gentleman, 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 gentleman. That one. No, it was. I like that. Don't you play that song? It is scarred. All right, you find it. I'm left turning because this is is my favorite pool to pick from. I'll admit, because the list is ever growing, and superheroes, specifically female superheroes, obviously. But nowadays, it just seems like growing up there. I, I don't recall really any like mainstream movies being made about female-led superheroes, whereas nowadays, I mean, there's so many. They're, fu- they're fucking everywhere. And specifically for kids. My, my kids love the show DC Superhero Girls, which pulls back around Nicole Sullivan. She uh, she voices Supergirl in it, and she's fucking dope. But anyways, there, there's a bunch of them. And there's Green Lantern as a, as a female, which apparently that's, you know, Batgirl, Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, you get the idea. Some girl named Z. She's like a magician. I've never heard of her. Point is, I, I want my daughter... To see never heard her. of her. Never heard of her. I don't fucking get it. She's like magic, <laughs> like bullshit. Like sorry, like you're Supergirl and then a magician. Like no. Anyway, I'm glad my daughter gets to see this. And for what it's worth, I'm glad my son does too. Because I don't. I don't want either of them to ever associate the concept of being super or being awesome with being a dude with being, you know, quote unquote male or whatever. Like yeah. also like Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Like it, it illustrates the concept at least to me in a beautifully absurd way. Because uh, I don't know if it's just a societal thing or a cultural thing, but like we get really hooked on the idea of like, for example, like when people get mad that there might be like a black Santa Claus at the mall or something, like, well, Santa Claus is white. Like, if you guys heard these That's arguments, just racist, Joe. <laughs> but in the same way, sexists will argue that, like, oh, well, the Green Lantern, the boy. It's like, fine, but who gives a shit? Like, we're just making this up. None of these characters are real. Why do you want to be Santa Claus, Joe? Yeah, but who gives a fuck? It could be Santa. I, I don't care if there's a woman doing it. It doesn't matter. This is all made up. And if my kids are listening, sorry, Santa's not real. But the point is, <laughs> in the Spider Verse, there, there's a girl, Gwen, Gwen Stacy, who has also, she also has spider powers. And the main character is a dude named Miles Black, who also has spider powers. And, and in that way, they're doing, and I think he's actually maybe also Hispanic, doesn't matter. Like they're crossing the race gap, they're crossing the gender gap. And instead of just stopping there, they push it, I think on purpose, way past that. Because the, the argument of, well, well, Spider-Man's, you know, he's a white man, like that, fuck that nonsense. They, they came out with a giant robot controlled by a little girl that's also spider-man they had a fucking talking pig like they purposely pushed it past they shattered it they shattered it it's awesome like yeah sorry if anybody hasn't seen that movie they had the highlights of like toby mcguire's spider-man that was the best like it's the multiverse exactly but that's the point it's an infinite 
Amanda Possibility. I love that part of the movie. As any young girl growing up now should be able to see and go, I can be. I mean, because that's that's the beauty of superheroes is the idea that it's just it's like it is a multiverse thing. You can be anything. Nothing matters because you don't have to have these lines drawn. So I, I am stoked that that's a new thing. So do you guys have a a female superhero that you, you know that you, who's your favorite girl superhero lately? Starlight from the boys. Oh, that's oh, a good dude. one. Oh, dude, that's a great one. I still haven't watched The Boys. Lauren told me to watch it. She's, it's good, man. <laughs> you should listen to your wife. Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, um, does Buffy the Vampire Slayer count, by the way? Oh. Because I love the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think you have to because, not to give too much away, but the car- the superheroes in The Boys may be somewhat artificial. That's fair. That's so, fair. That's a good point. Way. Also, Jean Grey from X-Men. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Johnson. Dude, Phoenix I, I, is awesome. I yeah, love they're... Buffy. We used to, I would watch Buffy. And while we're at it, someone had never written down Xena Warrior Princess. I used to watch oh, yeah. both of those shows a lot back in the day. Where you were talking about like how women haven't had the role, I think back to Michelle Pfeiffer. And, and one of the things is like she kind of her sex image was what landed her the role. But, like, she was probably one of the first actresses I could remember being, like, she's a superhero. She's Catwoman. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. Ooh, do you the think she's a superhero? That's interesting. Scorny Weaver? That's a sci-fi. Was she a superhero or just a badass? She's a fucking badass. She's yeah, a superhero badass, man. yeah. A We're just being badasses and, like, yeah, Charlize yeah, Emperor Furiosa yeah. from Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, right? like, yeah. but I'm good with that, too. That's fine. I mean, since we're already on that topic, like, good. All of those things I, I want so, both of my kids, specifically my daughter, to see and be able to emulate if they want to. Why yep. do I love Furiosa and why do I love um, Sigourney Weaver and Aliens, but I hate Black Widow and Avengers? What's going on? Huh. You were never a big Scarlett Johansson fan? I wasn't a big yeah. I mean, I think, truthfully, the characters of Ripley and Furiosa are just much better written and more integrated into the story yeah, in Black Widow, right? Like, they, they have their own Maybe movie. the Black Widow movie will help with that, but I don't. I doubt it. When is that? No, I'm actually interested in that. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you know what? This is your chance to get me to like you. Yeah, like, yeah but, I mean, the I, I way they're written, if that movie gives you some sort of, you know, if it gives you some sort of little hidden nugget, the next time you watch the series, perhaps that'll be penciled in and you'll give her a little bit of credit next time around. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fair, but in Mad Max, the characters are unique. Like, there's not a ton of other, like, yeah. in, in Avengers, like, I'm sorry, but Hawkeye and, and, uh, like what other bullshit? I'm sorry. They're like even when Iron Man's talking about it, it's like we've got a Hulk, we've got a, a super god, we've got any list, and then he goes and two master assassins. Like those are just fucking dudes. <laughs> like he literally even said and two master assassins. Like that's not badass. He just named like aliens and gods and demons, and then just like two people that own weapons. Like, yeah, but isn't cool. aren't they supposed to be relatable? Then like isn't that the idea that oh they're a liability? Get out of the way. They're gonna die. <laughs> they are the weakest link in that show, for sure. Kid, and I was pumping quarters into an arcade Avengers game. I was never Hawkeye. No. <laughs> oh, was, no, he was awful. You know, I was never. Oh, I don't think Black Widow was in that game. No, nah, she wasn't because it was Texas. <laughs> but, like, but like, yeah, I'm going Captain America. <laughs> So. On the upside, though, video games. Marge Simpson was the best character in the Simpsons game, so there's there's a reverse. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the vacuum cleaner. The vacuum Homer had the yeah. power, man. Homer had the yeah, power. Yeah, he was strong. 
But I, mean, okay, I, I did so, like. Okay, sorry. No, dude, I don't give a shit. This thing, this thing is not on the rails. This has been off. This whole <laughs> You're literally gonna love oh, it. Oh, it's okay. We spent like I don't know, twelve percent of the time talking about women, but whatever. Actually, uh, if you're listening, we clearly need you back. Okay. Oh my god. It's on the women's podcast. I know. It's <laughs> video games. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love it. I fucking love it. Well, they're stupid and women are crazy. Hey, man. on the women's podcast, you guys want to talk boxers or briefs or what are we? What are we? What doing? was the, what was the George Carlin quote at the beginning, Joe? Oh, I love it. It's still right. dead on. It's women are crazy, are crazy and men are, men are stupid, stupid, but mostly because men are stupid. Well, this because is a pretty good fucking example. This is a, dude, I would like, this whole time. I've just been like, I've been writing notes as we go of like how to clean it up. And I'm like, you know what? We fucking can't. Like, this is just not, this is just real. This is just real. I swear to God, any women that have made it this far, which they haven't, thanks. I really, gonna, really appreciate it. I'm gonna drop some knowledge on the on the listeners right now um no one's listening did you guys know that when uh slaves turned back harriet tubman this one dude tried to like turn turn back and she put a gun up to his forehead it was like yeah. you yeah you i've heard that going no Harriet was a badass and did you know this that later in life when she was like really old she had brain surgery really um you guys couldn't hear me the whole time. You've been all these nuggets. We're talking about Harry Butt Tubman. <laughs> Later in life, she had brain surgery uh, where basically they sawed through her skull. She elected to have no anesthesia. What? <laughs> yes. That's a tough uh, And she goes, Jesus. I will bite down on a bullet instead. <laughs> God. She bit down on a bullet while she had minor dental surgery. I want me to I would knock me out. Anything, knock me out. Yeah, yeah I have allergies. I'm like, let me take a Benadryl and yeah, some dude. Yeah, thing dude. else, and just sleep for four hours. All right, yeah. more stick. It's always worse. So yeah, um, somehow that was talking about superhero female leads. Um, <laughs> oh, there was, the but you know what else, guys? You know what else is great about female leads? What's that, Joe? Female-led countries had a better overall coronavirus response, guys. That checks out. I don't even know how to – but, I mean, honestly, that shouldn't surprise anyone. And according to Forbes.com and the European Center for Disease Control, uh, literally the top seven countries, I mean, depending on how you want to skew it, it was Germany, Taiwan, New Zealand, Iceland, Finland, Norway, and Denmark, all of which have prime ministers or chancellors or presidents that are women. Meanwhile, here in the U.S. of A., we haven't even had a female vice president, much less a female president ever. And the Iceland prime minister, Katrin Jakobsotir, she offered free tests to everyone. Literally said, come get one. We'll mail it to you. We don't care. In Taiwan, Tsai Ing-wen, uh, I'm sure I nailed it, introduced 124 different measures to help block the spread of the disease. Like month one, she came up. 100. German Chancellor Angela Merkel stood up early on, like week two, and said, this She's is serious. Great. Dude, literally, she, she quoted, this is serious, take it seriously, which as America's number one most conservative podcast, we have to say, Trump has told me it's not serious, guys. And so it's, it's hey, definitely, yeah. America's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, so, I mean, clearly, look, I mean, yeah, obviously, dudes running the show. I mean, that this is just a fact. Dudes running the show have not done as good as the women running the show with this one topic, at least, if not plenty more, but just for this one as, a, as an easy microcosm. The, the women leaders just did a better job because they listened to science and whatever. So that brings me to the next and kind of last topic, I think, maybe politicians. And I'm just going to do a quick shout out. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like, holy shit. She's, mm. She was amazing. Like, it, it, honestly, like, it, like, there's a quote from her. She said that, uh, quote, 
My mother told me to be a lady, and for her, that meant be your own person, be independent, end quote, which is fucking dope. Like, that's that's everything that I would ever want my daughter to be. Like, yes, be a lady and don't be a bitch, but also be independent. Don't be dependent on anyone else. Be like, be you. Like, don't be mean, I guess, is more better than don't be a bitch. It sounds very patronizing. But don't be mean, <laughs> but don't be subservient. Like, you, yeah. you can be you. Like, that's and I fucking love it. Like, I got him at, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Have y'all ever looked at, like, old, old pictures of her? She kind of almost, sort of, kind of, maybe-ish looks like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Like, she kind of looks like AOC. If y'all have ever Googled it, it's RBG is, is too soon. I can't too talk soon? about it. No? Too soon to talk about she was hot back in the day? Kidding. Can't talk about it. What? I, don't even know. I just want to bring up one thing. I, a few things. One thing I want to bring up with the women in, in leadership roles. I feel like we'd be doing them a disservice to just say they listen to the scientists. I think women in general are more caring. They're, they're, they're life givers. So they care about life more. And I think if I could take those individuals out, that that's the reasons why they made those. Not because some scientists said, hey, rates would go down. I think that would be a... They were, you're, you're sort of implying that they're more inherently attuned to care about the greater wealth of the people, no matter what the information would have been? I, I'm a person... Shit, that's well said. Within the animal kingdom, like there's a lot of ruthlessness, but I think within human beings, there's a lot of compassion, and I think the compassion came from females or women. Yeah, like I, I think it does not come. It, it, I think now it is coming from men. Like I think now it's okay. If, you know, we've gone through times where like men don't have to be warriors, they don't have to be soldiers, they don't have to be knights, they don't have to go fight for their food. Now they can be fathers and they can be nurturing. But I think it. It's taken a long time, and within our lifetime, we started to understand more. But when I think about the human species and what's made it so great, I think compassion is one of those things, and I think it was introduced by women. Hmm. Yeah, Joe, I was almost going to do my own quiz with quotes, and I was going to use a uh, Tupac lyric, which is – let me find it. It's um, – since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and our game from a woman, oh. right? I wonder why we hate our women. Do, why do we rape our women? Do we hate our women? I think it's time we be real to our women, real kill for our women. women. Yep. Yeah, bro. Tupac had it, man. I mean, he, yeah. he was a self-proclaimed mama's boy, like, and, and yeah, he was. hard and all that shit that he, you know, that was his persona and all that shit, but, like, deep down, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he wrote the, the loving song, I'll Never Call You Bitch Again. So, I mean, that's... Right. That's <laughs> he contains multitudes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so, yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's a great woman, obviously, hell of a catch, wicked hot back in the day, but I do have my own quiz. So, Eric, thank you for uh, bringing me here, because that's, that's perfect. So, we're going to do another uh, Everything is Interesting dating game. Guys, uh, okay. get excited. Get excited. Oh, I've got three bachelorettes here. Three bachelorettes here. Bachelorette. They weren't here for the last one. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, guys, you guys, trust me. These are winners. These are real, real winners. All right. All right. Bachelorette A. This Democrat was raised by a father who was a typographer and a mother who was a teacher. Bachelorette A holds a bachelor's in administration and social science as well as a master's in African studies. Uh, this bachelorette and I, we disagree on prostitution in that uh, bachelorette A feels it should be illegal. Uh, and I don't, but that's, you know, that's here nor there, but that's bachelorette A. Bachelorette B, uh, this Republican born in New York, father was an arborist. And despite being dyslexic, bachelorette B formed a successful business selling aircraft supplies. Uh, bachelorette B is definitely the most wealthy choice, but she does have three previous divorces. Don't know if that's a red flag for y'all, but that's, you know, that's, it, you know, you do you. Bachelorette C. 
This Democrat is a uh, former prostitute who eventually became a Southern Christian Leadership Conference coordinator, <laughs> as well as a professor at Wake Forest. Uh, she does have a child from a previous spouse, but I mean, you know, come on, 2020, guys, no big deal. So uh, who do you guys want? Bachelorette A, Democrat, uh, Masters in African Studies, Bachelorette B, Republican, uh, successful aircraft selling business, and Bachelorette C, Democrat, former hooker, and professor at Wake Forest. Mm. B. John's going with B. I'm dyslexic. So <laughs> I like it. All right, I'm not going to say him yet. So e, I'll, I'll go C. All right, he's going C. So B and C are taken, Vance. Do you want to go A or do you, do you want to choose a, do you want a double D? Uh, Romans. Romans. Um, <laughs> 838. Um, <laughs> Joe. So I'm actually going to go with, have to go C. Gotcha. So we got two C's and a B. So you guys didn't. Wait, wait, what'd she end up as? She started out as a prostitute. Started out as a prostitute. Professor Wake Forest. Yeah, Professor Wake Forest. You can hang your hat on that. She's still mm-hmm. like a super Christian. I don't think we're. I think she's going to be. We're going to know her. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, all of these people have Wikipedia pages. So here you go. Okay, so Bachelorette A, the Bachelorette that you guys skipped on, uh, Democrat raised by a uh, topographer yeah, father. She is the Prime Minister of Denmark, Met Frederiksen. Yeah, I actually I like this uh, girl a lot. She's really cool. I mean, we do disagree on prostitution, but that's fine. But otherwise, I like her a lot. Bachelorette B, uh, only John. Is this only John? Yep. All right, John. Uh, you got a Republican, born in New York, father's an arborist. Uh, despite being des- dyslexic, Bachelorette B was a gold medalist uh, in the. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. Um, <laughs> Bachelorette B <laughs> is Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Unbelievable! I hate myself. I was going to try and slowly decide, but Caitlyn Jenner, congratulations! You you get you two will be very happy, John. Okay, and okay, that's right. See y'all, uh, Democrat didn't know didn't did not know this about her. Former prostitute was a Southern Christian Leadership Conference coordinator, and then became a professor at Wake Forest. We're talking Maya Angelou, everybody. Hey, so congratulations, guys! Uh, y- y'all gonna be. Y'all going to be with her. And that brings me uh, to our last topic is authors. I I haven't read a book since maybe junior <laughs> year of high school. So um, I what, was give... the last, what was the book you read junior year of high school? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't finish it. Like I was, was curious if you could actually. Name a book oh, no, I seriously yeah. dude. I can't. I mean, if it I, like I do remember those very small yellow Cliff's Notes books mm-hmm. uh, that we used to. And that was like if it wasn't that I, didn't, I seriously didn't even crack it. So I'm going to give credit. I'm uh, going to go with the high priestess and huge one. Uh, in 23 BC, she lived in the Sumerian city of Ur, and she wrote poetry and hymns, and she's probably the first author of all time, at least the one that we know most about. So I don't know shit else. Do y'all, y'all know any? Worst idea for a podcast. It was a good idea. This is it was a great idea. Follow through is, is just the whole gender. Incredible. <laughs> Right. think of J.K. Rowling. Or- <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what I. <laughs> oh, Christ. So you, you people that read books, um, who, who do y'all like to write? They write the words on pages. Definitely Harry Potter, man. Um, I started reading. Well, I like. I really like. Um, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, I had a. Um, I had a great aunt. And uh, this might go into politics a little bit, but she was press secretary for Lady Bird Johnson. Nice. She was a, an amazing individual person. She was a writer, 
if I could name one book, it was called Start Out with a Laugh. It, it's about speech writing, and it's great to, it, it, if you can think about when you write a speech, it's going to start out with a laugh. Hmm. You know, That's awesome. And then bring them in. So, or if you're doing a podcast, wait an hour and twenty minutes and do a shitty, <laughs> yes, shitty bachelorette reveal yeah. followed by not knowing authors. It's one of the other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Vance, you go. Uh, I mean, I go to like the classics, I guess. I mean, I really like Sense and Sensibility and Pride and, and Prejudice. And didn't Jane Austen write Emma? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like love all those. So I think she would technically, besides, I don't like her like everyone is now gay and I yeah. don't like to read those books or did JK Rowling is that what you mean yeah we all know Emma because we all saw Clueless by the way yes yeah that's exactly. literally the only reason yeah. yes exactly. I wouldn't have otherwise exactly so I'd have to go with I guess shoot I mean there are individual books but for right now I can't think of any it's horrible yeah so like A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Langle was one of my favorite books yeah. as a kid and so that one's really important. Um, there's this author now who's Irish named Sally Rooney, who, if you watched Hulu's Normal People, which is excellent, by the way, um, they converted her book into that show. And she also wrote this other book called Conversations with Friends that's really good. There's another author working now named Rainbow Roll, whose books I really enjoy. Um, classic I I ones, though. Sushi like, restaurant one time. There you go. Uh, Nora Ephron, actually, I, I count in here, right? Like she did When Harry Met Sally. She did Sleepless in Seattle. She did You've Got Mail. So she did all those movies. She wrote all those movies. And she also used to write like random p- bits and pieces in like The New Yorker. And Nancy Myers does that too now. And um, yeah, I think those are pretty high Nora up there. Nora Ephron. That's a, I didn't realize she had written that because those are like three yeah. like big hitters. Like yeah, I think she has this book called I Remember Nothing, which was her last book, which is really quite funny and good. And I haven't read it, but I believe she has a book titled uh, Wallflower at the Orgy, which is just <laughs> okay. a title for a book. I, yeah, that grabs my attention immediately. <laughs> I, I do feel compelled to say, because she was brought up earlier, Maya Angelou. Yeah. yeah. Wait, she wrote books? I thought she was. I thought she was just a prostitute turned professional. <laughs> she knows why the cage bird sings, Jeff. <laughs> hey, actually, I might have. I think I might have read most of that in like sophomore year. I think. Yeah, you. I think, believe we were made to read that. Yes. Yeah. So I think I, I probably did at least enough to maybe. Yeah, oh, you had to. Yeah. You know, maybe. No, you didn't have to. You just. Were- in fact, he, he was the small little ones. I'm familiar with those being dyslexic. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint my mother, so I tried to get. I mean, grades. like I, I, I'm trying to think because it's like, okay, I really like. I th- wasn't Frankenstein written by Mary Shelley? Yeah, Mary yeah. Shelley. Okay, it's like I like. I like to kill a mockingbird. Um, I like. It's just I. There's not any. So here's the question, though: how many how many authors do you read multiple books of? Like, you know what if, I mean? Like, if I see someone I like. Like roll. I got really into like Suzanne Collins wrote the Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the um? Who is the Fight Club author? That's Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah, I got like really into him, and I read like all his books. Right. Okay. Um, have you ever done that with a woman author? I mean, you did it with J.K. Rowling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You You told me one time that you died. You cried when Dobie 
died. Well, who, de- who, who I mean, you have to be Stoneheart. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just be a monster. Woman who's a very strong woman from Game of Thrones. Kind of a superhero. She's come back from the dead. Game of Thrones. Mm. I can't. Uh, until that book comes out, Game of Thrones is also too early. Instead <laughs> of you, huh? Can't do it. Can't but do it. Da- Daenerys Targaryen, she's a strong woman flying around a dragon burning people. She shouldn't have been killed. Arya, man. I mean, they didn't turn out to be, um, I think, the female characters that the females that I know would have liked them to end up being. I think Arya might have. Do you think yeah, Arya, Arya did? Arya did. killed the, the White Walkers. stories sucked. No, I mean, they were all old, but I think the conclusions make sense. Is we could go down this there? rabbit hole forever. I'm <laughs> yeah. not. I'm not. Hey guys, uh, try and follow my lead here. This is a serious episode, guys. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do a serious uh, female appreciation episode. We have just. just we <laughs> got. Any women? I just hope. We, I just hope my wife doesn't listen. Any women in my life will hate me after this episode. So uh, yeah. Speaking of women uh, in our lives, um, I don't even. This is whatever. Would you say that the sum total of everything that we've said thus far, music, movies, authors, all that shit, would have any of them honestly affected you as much as just like your mom or your sisters or nieces? Or, you know what I mean? Like the people in our lives personally. And this is this is my attempt to segue into the only good topic of the night. And it's the one that Eric brought up. Would you say who would I mean, John, we'll just start with you. Who would you say is the most influential woman in your life? Oh, it's my mom. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely my mom. Now. Yeah, she raised you. She bought you shoes, you know. She put food in your belly. She was caring. And as somebody who got spanked as a child, she was the one who didn't spank us hard. No, but I love my mom. I love my mom to death. Uh, I don't know if she'd love this pod or not. I don't. I think she'd forgive us all. I hope she does listen one day. Man, so, because I, I, I literally love my mom. And uh, oh, she, no, I do too. She was, yeah, Karen is a I shit. Like, but we, uh, we have used the yeah, term but, Karen because it's like a pop culture term now or whatever for just like when some woman's uh, being a bitch. That has never been your mother ever. Your I, mother is the best Karen. I, 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 I guess I would like to take a moment if you use that term. Just know my mother's name is Karen, and she's a sweet lady. If you're ever thinking about it, think about you. What, yeah. Don't Jesus. like there, there are plenty of other words. How about how about don't cop out behind a Karen? Why don't you say what you mean? Mm. You know what? Mm. <laughs> that's that's what I gotta say. Go hard but, in the paint if you're gonna. Uh, that's just what I learned from a woman named Karen who said, "Speak the truth." <laughs> no, I love that. I really do. <laughs> uh, but the woman in my life, if I can speak more of them, my sister. The other day. Just tell a little story. Literally, my phone broke that broke out the night before. Chuck this out the next day, and I had to be at work in an hour. And I got on Facebook, sent a message to my sister, asked her to call me a lift, and she called me a lift to get to work. Like that's all. Awesome. Uh, it is great to have family and friends, and I love my sister, I love my sister-in-law, and all of them. And uh, I'm better for the women and men, but the women around me, I'm, I, I feel the love. I love it. Yeah, about you. I mean, basically, I'm just asking you guys to talk about your mothers. Or, I mean, you got nieces. Both of you got nieces. But how about you, man? Because your mom was all, like, your mom took care of all of us because we used to annoy the shit out of her. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. My mom is definitely the number one, probably. Um, 
she just is everything that you know anybody could want in a mother i would say um and she's definitely listening to this and she might be the only person who's a female who makes it all the way through this thing so thanks <laughs> for <making it> through. <laughs> yeah. yeah all the all the best parts of me are from her right and so i would say her for sure and then i actually grew up with like a lot of female friends they were just like the girl the kids in my age group in my church that i grew up in were female so like my friend Lauren is somebody who's been one of my best friends since I can remember. Like our dads were best friends growing up. Oh man. So like, you know, she's really important to me. I have friends like my friend Amanda is really important to me. She's somebody who I lean on emotionally sometimes. Um, let's see who else. My sister-in-law, Michelle is pretty incredible. Um, she's one of my best friends and like, it makes sense considering my brother married somebody who I would get along with. Right. Like that. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm guessing then, it wouldn't be a horrible person. Exactly. And then what I didn't know is when my brother had nieces, that hanging out with them would be like my favorite thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. When, when kids are fun, it's the most fun thing. Yeah. Because exactly. their fun is, is unto it's, – it's, it's from within. Their fun is like – our fun when we get together usually requires either drinking or gambling or sports or – whereas kids' fun is just – their fun just comes from within. It's, it's a fucking beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, it just it, – Emanates out of them, right? Yeah. Don't you feel like sometimes their fun is to get like I don't want to say annoy you, but like get a reaction out of you. Like children, they they want attention from their parents, so sometimes they're trying to act out to get the attention. That's true. Like, I think I, they want you I, to I, engage in their world. <laughs> that anything that will bring you, Eric, you nailed it. Anything that yeah. will bring you as as an adult or big person down to their level, therefore they're all there. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's good that's for us, good right? Way. Like that's something we actually need to experience. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. Get out your own head. Get out again. Instead, we might drink beer so we get <laughs> drunk and become a child again, and we joke about poopy butt crap. <laughs> I mean, you guys say it is empirically funny. It is yeah, funny on its own. At, it, it doesn't is, require a setup. Yeah, it is it's just great. funny. The imagery yeah. is amazing. It really is. So, Vance, speaking of poopy butt cracks, what uh, <laughs> what woman in your life? I, uh, mine's definitely gonna have to be Lauren, uh, and my dog Jazz. Ah, oh, I didn't think of including that. Yeah, yeah, a couple good girls, but, but huh. more because Jazz just re- is really annoying. And because Lauren, and because Lauren keeps me alive, and <laughs> has kept me alive, I and like will it. keep me alive. Nice. Very many ways. Sarah doesn't believe me when I tell her. I was like, I, I would not be alive right now if I hadn't met you. I would. It'd be, I'd be. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll confirm that. No. Yeah, there's no. There's no different person. I would not be breathing. I would be deceased. If I had not met her. So, I mean, it, A, she's never listened to this, so I don't have to wax that far poetic. But B, I fucking mean it. And she still, I don't think she still totally believes me until the more she hears and hangs out with you guys and like, oh, he was crazy. Like, I mean, <laughs> Eric kept me from going to jail or running through fire. And it's like, it, that, that, that was only going to get worse if I had not met her. So, well, I mean, it, I, yeah. I guess as a person who's just new to the show, and y'all probably had different individuals on, but like, as a friend of y'all, the women my friends have chosen in life. I'm so happy for it because they have spines. They have backbones. Yeah. You know, they, they know, they know y'all so well and they're willing to give you flexibilities, but they're also willing to bring you back in. And, um, I'm a, I guess out of the women, 
Lauren, Sarah, Alyssa. And Vance, shout out to your stepmom, by the way, just because I fucking love her. Like, I oh, really yeah. Do. Like, just because. Like, she, she was awesome and has been for a long time. Yeah. Uh, she listen. You need to get married to start listening. No. Well, I'm sure she would, but if I told her about it. Oh, Mary, Mary was the shit. I love yeah. her. There's so many times for us. Well, she just um, hosted a Christmas party where yeah. we just sang carols <laughs> the whole See? time. Very loud. Very loud carols. <laughs> Very loud, loud carols. Lori, so to try and wrap this up, and honestly, uh, John, I'm wicked excited because uh, we've never actually talked to God. So um, as Maya Angelou once said, listen to yourself. And in that quietude, you might hear the voice of God, which is probably the the smartest thing a hooker's ever said. So John, (laughs) John, do you believe in God? Yeah. I don't have to put a name to him. No, no, I shoot. I'm not going to define nothing. I believe in an afterlife. I believe there's something. I I believe that every, I guess in a way, like I understand that there's a possibility there's nothing. But also to think that I will be a better person, but also choose the right to believe. This might be weird, but like, I believe that there's nothing, 1% chance. And there's an infinite amount of other chances after we die. Maybe it's like the matrix, you get unplugged, you know? Maybe we fall into the ground, we become little seas and become grass, you know, like there is an infinite amount of possibilities, but I don't exactly think we're put here for a reason. I hope there's an afterlife where we still have consciousness, but in other ways, I feel like what we build through life will define our next life. And we'll find like, if there's something as a spirit, like a star imploding on itself, our, our body, our spirit will implode on itself. We could fall through time and space and reality and literally end up in any kind of existence we want to. So if you die and you have guilt, then that's the reality you might live in. But if you're filled with love, then that's the reality you might live in with your friends, your family, your father, your loved ones. And um, I believe in afterlife, and I don't believe we're here here by accident. And do I believe in, like, a one God? I believe there's an afterlife, and I, I do believe in, I guess, a higher power calling. Would would you say you believe in Jesus necessarily? I believe Jesus was a man who walked this world and did amazing things. I guess as a way to kind of define it, I don't think Jesus somehow fed 2,000 people or whatever it was who was sitting on the hill with two fish and a loaf of bread. I think the examples of the way the book is written was he was the kind of guy to be like, hey, you got two fishes? Hey, you got five loaves of bread? Let's put them together. Let's make a meal. And other people were like, hey, I got some food. I got some food. Hey, man, let's let's donate. Let's get together. So I think the teachings of Jesus and other individuals within history are like, those are those things. I'm saying if you die, you'll die with a, a clear heart. Hmm. Like if you live by those kind of ideas of just like understanding of your brotherhood and like, let's get people together. Um, do I think he walked on water? Yeah, maybe when the tide was low. <laughs> <laughs> but, but i i believe jesus is a man and also I, man i feel like i'm diving deep but like do it in a way when when god's you know i guess in the book it's just like you know god created man or man was created after god's image you know it's like when well, jesus was the son of man i'm a son of man or son of god you know like i have the same body as jesus and i just 
I don't, I think Jesus has as much right to say he's the son of God as I do. And that might be an extremely bold statement to make on this podcast, but I do believe I'm a son of God. And I do think I was made in his image. I can't perform miracles, but I do think I can get people together and create positivity. I do think I can preach love, not hate. Like those are the principles I take from Jesus. And I think he was a good man. Um, John, I like really inappropriately wanted to be like, and so, all right, thank you guys. John declares himself as Jesus. <laughs> and we will all keep doing this cult. <laughs> No, I love it. No, I just, I seriously, just that's. It, I love yeah. it. You just took it and run with it. Like I, I didn't have to prod you at all. That's I. Just, yeah. First of all, saying, I appreciate that you were open. This, but like, I, and that I, was I a really beautifully you. put, John. I thought the idea of that of your ability, and I would agree. Like you do have that ability to spread love and joy and community oh, amongst people, and I think that's awesome. I freaking wherever it that. comes from. Yeah, that we yeah. we would have a good universe if that's what we if did. That's, yeah, if everybody's yeah. on board, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Do you, John? Do you think there's a hell? Like whatever's next, do you think we're all going, or do you think there's multiple spots? Nah, well, see, like, I think if you die with guilt, like, let's go from like a chemist standpoint. If you were into drugs and you believe in like the DMT and how your your mind spits out DMT, so you go into like a trance. So let's go down that route. Now, if you were dying on your deathbed and you screwed somebody over and that's what you die with, and then you just took a hallucinogen, then that's your reality for the rest of your life. That's your hell that you got to live in. So that's one of those things about forgiveness and not living with guilt that I, I don't necessarily believe there's a hell where everybody's burning on fire and you're going to fall down and you're going to get spiked and the devil's there and he's prodding you. I don't believe in that. I think that a, a hell to me is living in what you take with you. Well, in, in a way, it'd be like, a, man, I don't, I, I don't think I should like go you down. Take a bunch of hate with you. You live in hate. Uh, all right, I'm going to go down this road. But like, there was one time when I was, I was tripping a bit after taking shrooms, and like literally, like I kind of saw myself as this businessman CEO who's in New York. And I saw myself as this crackhead who ripped off my mom. You know, it's like requiem for a dream. I remember thinking in that reality, like, I want to wake up as me in this bed. It'd be cool to wake up as the CEO, but there's no way in hell I ever want to wake up as the crackhead on the street. Yeah. So, like, in a way, in this hallucinated state, I was switching between the roles. You know, I was driving a Rolls Royce one day and then had no teeth the next. Like, and that was a personal hell to me, was the idea that, like, I would I would rip off my mom, sell all her money, be a crackhead that for that time. So, like, to me, if I die, that's the reality I got to live in. Then, you know, instead of, like, being in a place where the devil could stab me to death, that would be hell. Like, living on the street, no teeth, crackhead who just had ripped off his mom and has no family. But that's also the opposite of who I am. I have a family. I have people around me. I have people who love me. So that's, I guess, in a way, if there's a hell, that would be my own personal hell. And so that's it, guys. John is Jesus, and he <laughs> hates crackheads. <laughs> no, no. I hate people who rip off their mother. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, awful yeah. crackheads. Yeah, I have no I don't know about the cat. <laughs> Do it on your own time with your own money. <laughs> <laughs>
I see what you're saying, though. No, I I love that. I mean, it's your choice. I've never taken drugs. I don't know what drugs are, but let's just say I've had a dream one time where I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. And it is, it's, it's bewildering to be able to, because what it is in that moment, I think, is it's just showing you the variety of options that life has. You can be anyone, anyone right now could go live under a bridge. And be a crackhead or you know snort hair or whatever the fuck podcast be what you want to be go for your dreams if you want to be a crackhead you can do it oh but that's God. it's it's the truth of life is that you really can be a piece of shit or you can work really hard it's, it's the duality of life if somebody is listening who is a crackhead like literally like no one, no one. Are, we, are we allowed to say crackhead anymore yeah, I don't, dude. I mean, at this point, at this point, I don't think the crackhead, uh, like super pack is quite formed yet okay. for obvious like, reasons. Who, so, who I don't are we think offending? Like, yeah. like, got it. I'm sorry. Who, who, what crackhead are we offending by saying addicts? Like we're like making fun of addicts. You could say, yeah, you're demeaning the addiction if you want, but I don't know that that is where we would start on things. We should probably think about what we said on this podcast. Yeah, if we're revising, <laughs> if we're revising terms. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, only Ashley is still listening. So, Ashley, um, dude, we need you back. Um, thank you for joining this little ragtag group of, of rapscallions. So, please continue um, to come back. Please come back. We clearly need your help. And uh, we're going to end with a quote that you sent us uh, by Sir William Golding. It said, quote, I think women are foolish to pretend that they are equal to men. Women are far superior and always have been. Whatever you give a woman, she will make greater. Give her sperm, she will give you a baby. Give her a house, she'll give you a home. If you give her groceries, she'll give you a meal. And if you give her a smile, she'll give you her heart. She multiplies and enlarges what is given to her. So if you give her any crap, be ready to receive a ton of shit. End quote. That's the only thing on this entire podcast that was said well. Thank y'all for listening. See you next time.